You're listening to Sideshow Network. Check out all of our shows at sideshownetwork.tv. So, well, if you're, uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> you can finish singing. I was singing. I'm watching the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Having a hard day. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, welcome to another edition of Worst Collection Ever. I'm Sean. And I'm Jen. And welcome to our program where we go through our fine collection of comics that are worth absolutely nothing, but we're purchasing them and buying them because they're entertaining and we want to read them and we are sharing it with you. Yes, you, the listener. Listener. And once again, this show is, all, as always, brought to you by Comics on Comics, where the greatest comic minds meet the greatest minds of comics, as well as uh, Sideshow Network. So thank you for uh, joining us. Yes. If you're listening to any of those places. Um, all right, so the first book we're checking out this week is an issue of The Flash. Oh, yeah, first time on the podcast. Yeah, Go finally on. we got to a Flash comic, which I find to be... See, here's a Flash... Here's a, I'm, I'll just be honest. The TV show, okay, the Flash TV show, yeah. the current one, is great. Yes, it is. I like it a lot. Yes. And he make, they make The Flash infinitely more interesting than he, is here. than he really is in... Well, at least that he is in this issue. Well, I mean, I don't know. I just, I've never. It's one of the Flash has always been one of those books where it's like, you know, or those characters where it's like I see, you know, I'll see something of him and you know, see something with him in it, and I'll just be like, eh, meh. you know, I'm like meh. Like I like him when he's on teams. Mm-hmm. You know, if I dig him when he's like, you know, Justice League or wherever he's hanging out, you know, and I like Wally. Well, yeah, Wally's you know the one that I like like the best. I think. Yes. Barry's okay. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's, I've never, you know, been compelled to want to actually read a bunch of Flash comics. Right. But I figured, you know, this one in particular from July 2002. Oh, more recent. Flash number 186. Yeah, this book went on for like 200 issues, uh, this uh, volume of it. So it's Flash, technically it's Flash... Volume two? Sure. Yeah, Flash Volume Two, because it's not the yeah, so it's the one that started in nineteen eighty nine. Um Yeah, so this one is from two thousand two, July two thousand two, Flash number one eighty six, Thought Crime. Yep. Written by Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns because He loves the Flash. He loves the Flash, and this is a weird this one's cover. Weird. Well, I picked this up specifically for the cover. Well, it's basically it's the Flash as the thinker, you know, the stat the the statue of the thinker, with all these like wires coming out of his head, and that they're going to try to get into his rogues' heads. Like yeah, the, the rogues are the rogues on the background. They're like, oh, like no, not so. me. And this is actually a part of like a bigger crossover of yes, sorts, where there's some guy named the thinker. Well, this is when he shows, the thinker sh- shows up, but this is actually, like, a bigger part right. to do with, like, Blacks, because I was reading up on this, it has to do with uh, Blacksmith and her, her new rogues mm-hmm. and all that. And, it's and just, her, like, underground market or whatever. Yeah, her underground market yeah. or shit, and it's just, like, whatever. But anyway, so, like, the thinker is, he's, like, hijacked Flash's mind, because since the Flash is fast, he figures that his brain thinks faster. And therefore, he can kind of use it like a super drive on a computer. So he's trying to, if I understand this correctly, like hijack everyone's brain. Sure. In the city, but I'm not exactly sure why he wants them. Well, just the way that because when I read this up on, on the DC Wiki, it's basically it just says he's using, he's doing this to upload information really fast. I'm like, well, what information? To, to where? To where? To why? What? For what purpose? Does not say. I, I don't know. I'm All right, confused. so he just he wants to upload information. Let's say to the cloud. Maybe he's got a lot of photos. Maybe, maybe. Maybe he went to a con. He took a lot of photos of cosplay, and he wants to upload them on the cloud. He's got a lot of songs. Yeah, he's got an awful lot of stuff. He's torrented a lot of movies. 
got like pretty much uh, like he he's just pretty much got all of Game of Thrones that came out illegally. So yeah, he's got season five like right now, and he's he's, like, he's trying to get it off his phone. Uh, and, off. <laughs> Did you torrent the entire season on your phone? You could torrent to anywhere, but I think it's only half the season. Well, we were, I mean, regardless, I mean, that's like, why would you want to watch it on your phone? I never oh, quite yeah, understood that's that. That's not my thing. I, I like bigger screens. I like screens where I can watch TV Probably shows. No, I mean, it just makes sense. I just don't understand. I don't know. I see young, hip kids doing it all the time, but I am not young nor hip. Well, just like the idea that you can watch the movie, like, Gravity. Oh, why would you, you want to watch that on your phone? You can watch it on your phone. It's just no. like, but it's like, that's like a spite watch. Like, you're like, I have to watch this, and I guess I'm just going to sit here and watch it on my phone. Yeah, that's... I'm not even going to listen to it. I'm just going to watch well, it. Well, that's just completely pointless to even bother. Of course. With. That'd be like watching Interstellar on your phone. You'd just be like, okay, I guess this would look cool if it was bigger. You know, it wasn't that good, because I couldn't really see everything. I'm like, well, you're going to Yeah, because you watched it on your fucking phone. So, anyway. uh, actually, I thought I'd make a comment. I don't know if you noticed this or not, but this book feels very, like... Like, it feels like it's got an Instagram filter on it. Oh, it does. No, you're absolutely right. I was wondering about am I, the color. Am I, am I the only one that feels no, no, like no, no. Where I was it's really like it wondering like... about the color, too, because everything's very muted. Well, it's very muted, but it's just very... It's blue, and then blue it's and brown. It's white. It just feels yeah. very, like, light. Yeah, the colors are strange in this one. And I have to say, because... Uh, I Here's my thing. I go back and forth with Jeff John's work. Some of it, it's not bad here. Sometimes, though, especially when he gets a ton of characters, because he likes to split them up and put them in different places and have people doing different things. So what he'll do is he'll have, he'll jump back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Almost to the point where you're like, can we just like slow down for like five minutes and like spend time on one? No. But he doesn't, it's actually not as bad here. Some of like the Justice League shit and some of like the uh, Blackest Night stuff, you're like, dude, calm down. This is like bad. Here, and here, and here, and here, and then you're over here, and then you're with this team, and you're like, okay, how about we just calm the fuck down and like spend more than one page on them? Jeff, spend at least one page. Like, he's like, four panels, that's it. Okay, next, back to that team. Okay, back to that team. Because like, he loves characters and he loves. I know, but he needs to calm the fuck he, down. He likes DC. He loves DC so much. He's like, I can do everything. Do and, all the things. I'm like, dude, you got like a whole arc. You don't have to do it right now. It's cool. But anyway, so like. So the rogues are all. They're know, here, but they're a bunch of rogues I've never seen before. Well, these are the new rogues. These, these are, are the, the ones that Blacksmith put together. So there's Girder. Can, can we talk about how Blacksmith looks like she's just got one fuck of a camel toe in this picture? Is that. Oh, that's a weird outfit. Yeah, it's it's like she's got a really long crotch. Because, <laughs> like, here's her waist, and then, like, her crotch is, like, all the way down here. But then it's, like, a camel toe. Uh, and, like, her thighs have no covering, but she's wearing, like, chaps. I, I don't know. It's a very weird outfit. It's not a good outfit. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so she's, she's there. Lady camel toe. Lady camel toe. Magenta. Uh, it's a terrible name. Mirror Master. Magneta. Sorry. Magneta. Magenta. I thought it was Magenta too, but it's Magneta. You're Ma- right. Well, there's no, no, there's no N. It's Magenta. But her, she's, she should be Mag- Magneta. There's an N. It's spelled M-A-G-E-N-T-A. That's Magenta. Okay. If it's not, if it was Magneta, it would be M-A-G-N-E-N-T-A. No, right. Maybe they meant to spell it that way because her power is literally magnets. Magnetism. Magnets. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, Murmur. So, I don't know who the fuck Murmur, Murmur is. Murmur, he's what he's saying. He's a, he's a new creation. Because there's Mirror Master and Weather Wizard, who we know. Mirror Master, Weather Wizard. There's Girder. Girder. Girder's actually been introduced in the uh, um, uh, the TV show. Oh, that's right. He's the bro. Yeah. He's the bro. He was the bro. He was the bro. Wait, is he who, like, dead? He's dead now, he isn't he? might be dead. Yeah, because one like fucking... Because uh, he was the, the high school guy. Yeah, he was yeah, the high school yeah, guy, yeah, and some, yeah. somebody killed him there. Oh, yeah. Because they were keeping him in their fucking stupid prison. You know, because <sighs> Vibe, Vibe is the warden, which I do not know. Dude, no. fuck that prison. That's the one thing that really kind of bothers me about the Flash TV show, is like, these people are supposed to be heroes, but they have a prison that is not sanctioned by anybody. They they just grab these guys and throw them in a prison. I realize And it's run have, by as the very I, the shadiest of all fuckers. Right. Harrison Wells. But I realize like it's hard to say, well, we need to contain these people with powers. I get that. But at the same time, like 
we still have, like, due process. I like to believe that America still has due process and, like, these people would have to go to court and all that shit, even if you have to, like, do weird containment systems. Like, no one even knows where these people are. Nope. What about their families? I realize they're villains and shit, but still, you got a mom, even when you're a villain. You got a mom, even when you're a villain. So, so who else we have? Trickster and... Plunder. Plunder. Plunder's not even in this book. He's just here on this page. Yeah, I don't even see him here. He's not even here. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so there's, like, they're, they're trying to fight... So the rogue, the new rogues are fighting the trickster inside Flash's body because they want Flash. Right? Am I understanding that correctly? Well, they're the old rogues. He's... Well, no, no, no. Right now, this is Flash and the new rogues. Yeah. So they're fighting the trickster... Not the trickster. Uh, the thinker Thinker, inside, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah the trickster. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. The thinker inside of Flash's body. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's weird because uh, Marmer is just literally just killing, like, the people... He's like, ripping off people's tongues. Yeah. And they're like, hey, Murmur, maybe you shouldn't do that. And he's like, ha-ha, rip. Shrip. Ripping out the tongue. Anyways. I mean, so, you know, if you got to have a gimmick, it's a good one to have. So, Weather Wizard's like... I'm Weather Wizard. I'm gonna... Let's do... Let's get this shit done... You know, he's, he, I mean, there's, he, he, yeah. He's, tornado inside of a building. Tornado inside of a building, you know, he's and blasting he, people with the. This is what I hate about some of these books, is where he's like, when the villain has to say something before they do anything. He's like, there's a myth in the meteorologist world that the low pressure of a passing tornado can cause a building to explode. But what about when a tornado is dot, dot, dot? Inside the building, and I'm like, okay, it's like, like, dude, you should just, just say fucking it. blow up the, the goddamn building and shut up. Just do it. Like, stop monologuing. Get her done. Stop monologuing. So inside the inside the uh, outside of the building, uh, Captain Cold is teaming up with the cops, right, in Central Central City, City, yes, to to figure out how to get. Um, the rest of the cops out of a mirror. Rest of the cops out of a mirror because mirror somehow mirror master put these cops inside of a mirror, and it's actually kind of funny because they go to the Flash Museum. Yeah, and like for some reason, Captain Cold's like, I have to put out like everything's on fire in this issue, <laughs> and Captain Cold's like, I have to put out the Barry Allen statue because I'm sentimental. I'm like, okay, flaming statue. I look at the how does statue just get on fire? Right. That doesn't make any sense. Why is the statue flammable? It's, I mean, it shouldn't everything. be. If it's, like, bronze, it doesn't burn. I mean, unless you, like, doused it with, like, some sort of flammable gel. This, what's that? It's made, it's made of, uh, it's made of, uh, fucking oily rags. Yeah. <laughs> this is our statue of the Flash. It's just a bunch of oily rags in sort of a Flash shape. We, well, here's what we do. If we we hope it, we, it never catches it's a fla- on it's fire. A, it's, a fla- <laughs> it's a Flash costume, but we stuffed it full of oily rags. <laughs> and then we I just drew a smiley face on one of them. And we smiled, and that's uh, and that's, that's what you guys get. And this is Barry Allen. This guys. is all the city could afford. <laughs> We're bankrupt. We have nothing but oily rags. All right. <laughs> anyway. Please don't smoke near this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because like the sun won't burn it on fire. Right. Sunny day. Throw you know nobody. That actually happened to one of my neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He lit his garage on fire. Get a bunch of oily rags. Anyway. <sighs> Guys. Yeah. Wash your rags. Yeah. Um, so they go, it's funny because they're, the, they're in the museum and Captain Cold is just like nah. being all grumpy and stuff. And he's seeing like, you know, all this, uh, you know. Actually, flash memorabilia. Flash memorabilia. It's actually, it's funny because he's like looking at this statue of uh, him versus <laughs> Heat, heat wave. wave, that's funny. The heat wave, and he's like, he's like, hey, I'm taller than heat wave. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Flash. it's pretty funny. So yeah. then they, they like wander down to this mirror. So they wander down to this mirror where cyborg and the cops are in there, and I guess they're trapped inside the mirror. They're trapped inside the mirror, and you know, one of the cops is like, let's break it open, get them out. I'm like, no, that'll kill them. It'll kill them. Oh, look, I just noticed there's a little thing here where impulse items are in a box. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And it's Rod, but he's got Captain Boomerang's hat. <laughs> nah. Funny. Where's our Captain Boomerang's stool? I don't know. Does he need a stool? Yeah. Maybe it's an old thing. Like, this, okay, so here's what I don't understand. He tells the cop, don't bust it open because they're all going to die. 
And then Captain Cole goes, well, if I freeze the mirror, and well, then we can break it open? No, he makes a mirror of a mirror. Wait. He makes a mirror, so he free- well, he doesn't freeze the mirror, he freaks a... He makes a sheet of ice so they that's can... a reflect- reflection of the mirror, because everything in here is backwards. Oh, I get so it. So then he puts a reflection of the proper And then reflection. he breaks it. And he breaks and it. And somehow that frees these guys. Who And for some reason, he frees Cyborg. Oh, I don't know what's going on with Cyborg in this comic book, he's, because he looks so weird. He's gold or brown or he's, something? I think he's gold, but like he has... To me, it looks like he has most of his body parts, save the mask and maybe his one of his arms. Like he's got his whole chest. Oh no no! This, this is this is the old cyborg. Oh, that's why. Yeah, cyborg oh. when he first originally. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. So, so, so cyborg when he originally. Because I'm looking at this going. Wait a second. Yeah, it probably wasn't long after this before because okay, in the new fifty two, okay. I mean, he's pretty much. Well, not only that, but like just any any of them, he's a little bit more robotic. But no, robotic. I mean, like he's not very robotic here. No, I mean, back in the 80s, I mean, he only had, you know, a part of, you know, this he, he was... 2002. I don't know. Maybe Jeff Johns just wanted to use this cyborg. I don't know why he's brown. Uh, it, the coloring in this book is the weird. The coloring is... It's a, it's a weird... I think he's wearing a gold outfit, but I don't know. Well, the coloring is very strange in this book. So anyway, so the rogue, new rogues are... Yeah, back with the, the new rogues. They, got, they, they somehow have beat shrink a uh, thinker for the moment and they have they're like we're gonna kill flash we're gonna kill him yay you know, we're, kill we're, let's let's, let's do it and then of course they have to talk like, like, about like, like, like trickster's like give me a knife marmor which i think is kind of creepy mm-hmm. and then you know so it's just kind of they're trying to figure out how to kill him and each one of them wants to kill him in a different way and of course their bickering uh allows somebody to Finger. come... Well, Finger gets back. Oh, Finger comes back, but then the Flash also disappears. Because Goldface takes him. Right. Which, well, I don't, don't know that I right don't now. know how he got away with him. I don't either. I missed that. Because like, the Thinker's like, oh, I'm going to get him, and then they're like, wait, he's gone. And so then we go back to Cyborg and his friends. He's with the cops, and he's but, all brown, he's in the sewer. And he's talking to some old guy, and then they go back and forth, and then we get this long story. Well, we get to basically the origin of... Cause, cause well, when, this when, is all when, related when, to Goldface. What ends up is that Goldface ends up grabbing uh, Wally. Right. And, you know, he's got him, you know, hidden somewhere. In some sort of sewer hole. Some sort of bunker. Uh, who can't? Um, I think... <laughs> Well, I think it's got to be a bunker. A, well, it's a box that says cans, I'm so it's obviously just, it's a survival bunker. I'm just saying, obviously it's a survival bunker. He's got cans of beans or whatever. It just says cans. You never know what's He's got a bunch of stuff. It's a surprise. That's He's, how you keep things fresh when you're living in a survival bunker. Yeah, and for some reason, take like... all the labels off your cans, you put them in a box labeled cans, and then whatever you pull out is a surprise. That sounds, like, oh, that sounds like they're probably the most exciting thing to happen in a bunker. Exactly. That's how you keep things fresh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well... You just put cans that are good, and then you put them. Because you, cause you <laughs> well, don't want to have a cans that are well, you, bad. Well, box. No, no, well, no, I mean, because you're not going to want to like take the label off a can of like gravy. We just get <laughs> mm, delicious gravy. Can we have a, can we have a pot of gravy for dinner, Apocalypse Dad? Mmm, <laughs> just great. Like, why would you just have gravy? Obviously, you're going to. Well, have, you like, probably grab whatever soup. cans you could take. I'm certain in the in the in no, the road. No, if you were a prepper. If you were a prepper, you already have this shit. Like, there's none of this weight, like, getting caught unaware like the rest of us. You are stockpiling shit. For years. Mm. So, I mean, they've, they, they're prepared. So you wouldn't just have a can of gravy. Now, if it were the road, uh, we would just be eating jars of gravy. Uh, and probably, like, you know, humans. sugar cubes. And humans. Um, but the road is terrible, and we should not talk about it. Oh, okay. This reminds me of the road. Um, <laughs> no. So, so Goldface apparently has got some issues. Though apparently his, you know, he was his the compound He's got some that problems. well the compound that he used to uh, be Goldface and you know use a suit of armor made him all gold. Right. Like, it was a, a type of gold that had somehow like the properties have been changed somehow that they didn't understand how and like. But it made him super strong or something. 
Well, made it super strong, but it also permanently transmuted his body into a solid gold compound. So, like, you see for some reason, like... But he doesn't look gold. Well, he's not, but, like, for some reason, like, parts of his clothes and, like, stuff like that, it's, like... Yeah, gold. Yeah, he's just gold, so I don't know. I actually have a question here. So, Barry's suit... Yes. So he's not wearing it here, but then, like, it's kind of ripped. Right. And is it, like... But is it, like... Does he, like... Can he summon it? From, like... Like, the world... From, like... Because he used to keep it in a ring. Right. That's that's what I thought. I mean, unless he just changed really quickly and we didn't notice. But he's only wearing, like, part of a suit. But it was, it, already, it was, like, fucked up. But did he, did I, he find a new suit? But now he's got a full suit. Maybe he had an extra. I don't know. Well, he just keep it in a ring. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess, sure. And then... So, anyway, Goldface is like, oh, you know... I used to be married to... Uh, Blacksmith. Blacksmith. And I begged, you know, we were married really quickly, we were divorced just as quickly, and, like, I begged her to stop doing what she was doing, which is basically, basically she's, like... She's a weapons broker. Right, but she's, like, really good at it and making serious bank, and he's like, hey, don't make money anymore, and she's like, no, that's cute. And so then they leave. But before she leaves, she takes some of his uh, elixir that he used to be Goldface, and, like, it caused her yeah. to... Become blacksmith. Become blacksmith where she can transmute inorganic and organic materials. Right. Like basically fusing metal to flesh and whatever. Which I don't really know how that that comes into handy, you know, as a villain. Sounds painful. Well, of course. But, I mean, you know, she's looking to do weird shit. Well, the other part of this, like, her underground network is because, like, when the economy was, like, all fucked up, um, her little selling weapons and stuff, they called it, like, the network. It had, like, a name. And it was actually bringing money into Sterling City, or Sterling City. Central City. Central City. Well, the other one, too. Keystone City. Keystone City, that's it. I was trying to remember which... Sterling City is Arrow. I know. I was trying to remember which one they mentioned. I don't... Right. I can only... I can't read all of it here. Well, what... Well, it says... Yeah, it says Keystone. I couldn't remember what it was. Okay. I knew it wasn't Star, because that was too short. And I was like, well, I don't think it's called Starling in the comic book. So, anyway. So, yeah. her She was basically keeping the whole city afloat with her underground economy. Um, but apparently all of this is her fault, somehow. So, anyway, Flash is like, And then things explode, and the, the thinker finds them again. Right? Right. Although, After the big info dump. I'm a little bit... Distracted here by this ad for Gauntlet Dark Galaxy or Gauntlet Dark Legacy. Yeah. Um, Galaxy, what else? Um, which you know, remember Gauntlet? You know, is the arcade game where you know Wizard needs food and you slash and whatever mm. through a bunch of, you yeah, know, just giving him some cans. Can yeah, mystery cans of things. Anyway, so and I guess it's in the way that the the game is pitched is like the game where you and your buddy, three buddies. All get to be heroes. Only thing is, one of you has to be the chick. Wah wah, two thousand one. Yeah. God it, forbid you'd have to be the chick. And, you the, guys. and then one of the guy is holding. One of the kids is holding a picture of the you know who's pulling the picture of the knight is telling the kid the kid who's pulling the picture of a chick. Nice rack, dude. Yeah. What a what a what a asshole way to pitch a game. Right. It's not cool. No, no, it is not. Jesus Christ, 2000. Get your act together. It was 2000. Anyways, so uh, we move on and... So Thinker shows up and Cyborg shows up. Yeah, Thinker shows up, Cyborg shows up, he's still brown. Now remember, everybody's going to the Flash bunker. This is where everybody finds the Flash, is in this random bunker Uh with Goldface. And so everybody's getting their ass kicked and then Thinker's like, haha, Cyborg, attack. Yeah. Yeah, he tries to punch the site, punch the thinker, which obviously allows the thinker to take over his circuitry, and then they try to take Flash again. But it wasn't the thinker who tried to like put another electrode on Flash's head. It was Cyborg. Cyborg gave him an idea, which was to allow the thinker to put more electrodes on his head, and now he's trying to outthink him. Oh, I know my email. You left your damn email on again. Sorry, guys. Here, I will close it. There you go. That's better. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry. Uh, chime. Anyways, so... Um, Looks like he he pulls the thinker. Hey, look, he's now he's not gold. Yeah, maybe it's just the... I don't know why that... Put like just his pick. But he's kind of gold here, but it's like fading. <sighs> I'm sure there's a reason. I don't know. Jeff Jones. Right. Tell so me. anyway, Bear. No, this is Wally. Wally pulls the thinker into his brain because he's thinking so quickly, and now he's like, "Ha ha! Welcome to my world." And that's welcome to my world. Yeah. That's how it ends. Echo the dolphin. Oh, I'm a record the dolphin. Kids play as a dolphin. It's fun. So that's the Flash. Yes, uh, that's the Flash from 2002, July 2002. Flash number 186, uh, volume two, cans. written by Jeff Johns. Cans. Thought crime, cans, cans, and gravy. Mystery cans. Did you work on your Vin Diesel voice then? Family. This coffee cup family. Go, I go to, I go to, uh, Olive Garden. I'm family. <laughs> you should be doing commercials for Olive Garden. Especially when you're here, your family. When you're here, your family. It's like get- a combination of my. Batman voice was <laughs> Vin Diesel. They need to have <laughs> everything's family. They should have like need to, we need to get androids created because <laughs> what I would like is for Vin Diesel androids to give you Coronas when you go to um, family events. No, oh. to uh, like uh, Olive Garden because <laughs> you're, like, you're here, your family, and he had your Corona. <laughs> Why doesn't Vin Diesel as Dominic Toretto do a commercial for Olive Garden? I don't know. I mean, they would think they, it's, not, it's not like Olive Garden is like a new operation. You know what we should have done? And I mean, he's, he is, I think, Italian? Or what, is, what is Vin Diesel's nationality? He's like uh, half Italian, half black. I think. I think that is what is correct. But I know he's like, I believe he's half Italian. Okay. Well, people. Yeah. You know what we should have done when we went to Seafest? Furious 7, whatever the fuck name that movie is called. Furious. Furious 7. Uh, we should have snuck in boobs. And every single time he said family, we should have taken a drink. And then we would have been trashed <laughs> within like the first 15 minutes of the movie. I think I could cut. And then I wouldn't be like, where did Paul Walker die? Because I I I, that's I, what I spent the whole movie doing. I'm I, trying to figure out where was fake Paul Walker. <laughs> fake Paul Walker. Like, uh, what part just another, just another, I, I do actually want to comment on the experience of Fast and Furious. I was going to the movies yesterday. We're recording this, by the way. Oh, hi. Yeah, this is perfectly <laughs> fine. Um, that he, the, the, it was funny because we we had pre-assigned seats. Yes. And then you go to this woman that's already sitting. She was in, in my seat. And you're like, "Excuse me, this is my seat." And she's I like, said, "Excuse me, I think you're in my seat." Right, I think we're in our seat. And then she just produces random papers, and you and you. Yeah, I, I heard goes, you. I heard Could you, you show me where? She's like, I don't know. Can you show me where the tickets are? And I showed her on mine. I was like, ma'am, these aren't your tickets because they weren't. <laughs> they weren't. They were just her receipt that showed she paid, but it didn't say like a seat number on it. And then she just moved over to the next seat. I was like, yeah, get the fuck out of my seat. I don't work here. I don't care. I was going to get the usher. Yeah, I, I'm like, look, I don't actually care if you snuck into this movie or not. All I care about is that you get your ass out of my seat so I can sit in it because I bought them on Wednesday. <laughs> Okay, it is Saturday when we go see this movie. No, I bought them on Thursday. It's Saturday. Get the fuck out of my seat. Vin Diesel shows up like she's family. <laughs> she's got to sit in that seat. She's in Family. Family. And then, then The Rock just kicks open and <laughs> sweatily does paperwork behind us or whatever. No, I don't know. Is that a spoiler to say that the opening of the movie is The Rock sweatily doing paperwork? No, but it's probably the best part of the movie. <laughs> He's sweating while doing paperwork. <laughs> he swe- I don't think that he sweat like he doesn't sweat when he works out, but when he does paperwork, he's like, huh? "It's really tax- like when he does his taxes, taxes." <laughs> when Dwayne Johnson does his taxes, it's just Dwayne the- Johnson spends eight hours a day in the gym, doesn't break a sweat. He sits down to do taxes, sweat, and, and then he has to 
bench press. And actually, I liked it too because it's like they're just to prove that he is the Rock. They also had like protein shake like, sitting right there. <laughs> like he's like he's the Rock. He is lifting constantly, guys. Don't ever think that he's never not lifting. Even when he gets out, even when he's in the bed, he's like, hey, hey. like he's great. Well, that's he's, right. He was using the grippy. Uh, grippy, which I mean, that actually that's like something like I know that like a lot of guys who train, like John Cena was talking about that. It's what, like using the, that hand. Where he's like, he's like, he says, I got out of surgery, and I was like, give me a stress ball, give me something, I need to do something. Well, that was on his arm. But The Rock was using it on the arm that wasn't hurt. Right. No, no, I'm talking about just anything. Like, when you got out of surgery, because he had neck surgery. Uh, and he was like, give me something. I need to squish. Is, is Maybe it's like the same thing. Because when I had my surgery, they said the best thing for me to do was to, to get up and walk. Right. It's so maybe thing. it's the same basic principle. Well, same thing, but, but something like him, like, literally, like... He just wakes up and he's like, "Give me something." Squishy, squish. So that's how, yeah, that's what happened with that's what happens when Jane, Dwayne Johnson did when they because he broke his leg and his arm. Somehow he did not break his spine. I know we can't give too much away. Just begin. This is just the very beginning of the movie. The one thing I will say before we stop talking about Furious Seven is that I don't understand why The Rock would go work out. So profusely that he's like literally just sweating buckets. Like he's sweating and he has a towel that he's actually dabbing his face with. And then instead of taking a shower and then going to do his paperwork, he was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to stop doing what I'm doing right now. And I'm going to go do paperwork (coughs) and sweat at my desk. Two things about that. (laughs) So gross. He, first of all, The Rock is not doing paperwork. I know The Rock is not doing, he's stamping. He's stamping, literally, he's literally stamping pictures saying captured with the fucking stamp that says captured. Like he's, like, like he's fucking, I don't know, I don't know, I just like, that, but also, you know, I would like to think that he was just doing that real quick because he forgot to do it and then he went back to working out, which is why he didn't bother taking a shower because he's like, I'm just going to do this for like five minutes, I'm just going to go and stamp captured and a bunch of these things. But it was already after hours. It's not like he's going to... No, he's constantly working out. This is the no, 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 no. I'm talking about work. It's not like they're due anywhere. The paper's not due. No, that's how that's how The Rock operates. When you, when there's some people... He's scatterbrained. He's like, oh, fuck, I gotta go do that's, my paperwork. Nobody, stamp, nobody stamp, questions him. Nobody questions him. Nobody questions Agent Hobbs. <laughs> because he's, cause he, cause he, cause he fucking steals an ambulance and drives it off. <laughs> no, a, no, we can't spoil the movie. We're, we, we're giving away too many things. Oh, yeah, I think I hope I didn't spoil that. The, guys, insane shit happens in this movie. I hope that's not a spoiler. Yeah, oh, yeah. Guys, there's cars in this movie, and they drive really fast. And they're furious. <laughs> there's also, a lot of fast and furiousness in this movie. And you'll, and you'll have a lot of and questions. And Vin, Vin Diesel talks about his family a lot. You, there, there are points in that movie where... the <coughs> Last thing. Last thing where it's like... There's points where it's like you're watching it, and you're just like... He's going to say family. I just know it. And he does. And, and then he does it. You're like, yes. I'm telling you, that's why we should have, we should have, I should have said booze in there. We just knew like, that the word family was coming every, up. I mean, he had to have said it at least 18 times. At least. You know what's amazing is that there was that movie, The Family, starring Ted Arcidi and Robert De Niro. It was a starring Ted Arcidi. Well, in my mind, it was Ted Why Tenor was Vin Diesel not in that movie? Why was he not in that movie? It's literally written for him. Why was that not like? Family. Why was that not like a side uh, shoot of Fast and Furious about the family and about things they do, like when they go to Costco and shit, you know? And he's just be like, "This is family size. Let's go in my basket." <laughs> Jeez, excuse me, excuse me. Oh my god! Like, 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 movie where Vin Diesel just shops and puts everything that has the word "family" on it into his. Like cart. he goes to like one of those like people like selling like you know like blocks of cheese, and they're like, "You have a family size." But it has to, like like that bag of ruffles that says like "family size" on it. Like, just, he's like, like, I can, like imagine like he walks up to it, he just goes, he goes, he picks up, goes family. And he throws it. <laughs> I can't leave you here. <laughs> we don't leave family behind. <laughs> All the chips go. <laughs> just boxes, just crates of like rough bags, giant bags of ruffles. If Vin Diesel was on SNL and they do not do a skit where he's not leaving family behind, which is him just grabbing like family sized bags of chips, somebody needs to be fired because that's just so funny. He just buys all the copies of the family. <laughs> 
It's like the highest selling DVD ever because Vin Diesel literally bought every copy that nobody wanted. He's like, nobody leaves Vin. It's like, Vin, you gotta stop doing this. He, he You're tried. blowing your fortune on things that say family. Family? <laughs> Tries to join Focus on the Family and then he's like, this isn't what I thought it would be. <laughs> this is about family. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Anyways. Well, that was, that was good. This is... Speaking of family... Yeah, I'm really glad we talked about that on a comic book speaking podcast. Speaking of family, let's talk about Omega the Unknown. All right, you gotta explain some of this Omega shit, man. From a year. <laughs> yeah, when, did, when was God, it published? Hang on, hang on. Hang on. So you, 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 why, don't you, why don't you kind of explain your confusion and I will... All right, so um, I have go. never actually... Again, not a Marvel girl. I've never heard of Omega before this. Uh, he's kind of an unknown. Again, Omega the Unknown, huge surprise, right? That he's unknown. So I'm not familiar with him. But. As is nobody. As is no, as no one. He's is. literally unknown. So, like, what I didn't understand is there's this, like, little. Here, I'm going to read it. At the very, very top of the issue. What issue is that? Number. This. Number four. Okay. Number four. Um, so, at the very top of the issue, before we start, it says Omega the First. The lone survivor of an alien world, a nameless man of somber, impassive, vicious, garbled, utterly inappropriately in a garish blue and red, Enigma the Second. James Michael Starling, age 12, raised in near isolation by parents who, he discovered on the day they, quote, died, were robots. Mm-hmm. Enigma the Third, the link between the man and the boy, <coughs> penetrating the depths of the mind mm-hmm. and the body, causing each to question his very reality of self. So, what I don't understand is... Any of it. Yeah, like, what? (laughs) There are three... So, like, there's this... I see the blue and the red guy, and I saw the kid, but, like, are they connected by... Well, yes, I I will explain this. Please explain, I don't understand. I'm going to explain... that kid sucks balls, by the way. Oh, he sucks... He really... He sucks major ass later on. Right. And he dies. Yay! so... I'm so happy that child died. So this is Omega the Unknown, Volume 1, Number 4, from September 1976. Uh, the title of the story is Cats and No Dogs. Because on the cover it says Night of a Thousand Claws. And on the cover, Omega the Unknown, who looks like a... What, what, what celebrity does he look like here? Uh, he does not a, look like Vin Diesel. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like, is he, like what, what kind of? I mean, I'm trying to figure. Like he's got like I don't know. He doesn't really look like a celebrity. He just looks like a like a your your 70s guy with black hair, and he's got like this stupid weird costume with a bunch of Omega symbols there, kind of forced sort of, onto it. Yeah. Like he's got like his shirt is kind of like a dip, and it's the Omega. Yeah, it's he's got like a crown, and he's fighting. He's wearing a tiara, guys. He's fighting. He's fighting. It's jaunty. He's fighting. Uh, Elgato, 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 and Knight of a Thousand Claws, because he is being attacked by many cats. Ooh, Scoogits. So, anyways, as cat fans. We are cat fans. We are talking it up here. Anyways, so. um, He's got some nice cleavage. Look at that. Oh, he's got great cans. Yeah, nice. Anyways, so basically, okay, here, I'll I'll explain. Please explain. I'll explain this real quick. So basically, Omega the Unknown, this this guy is Omega. Right, the guy with the He is a sentient being created by an alien race Mm -hmm. that was created because the race that the the created because this race that created him was unable to evolve their species. So what they did was they created a bunch of sentient beings and they sent them to all the far reaches of the universe to learn and evolve and report back to them, you know, to this to this race on how to they they, they could survive, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So this guy uh, Omega, or he's like Model X something or whatever. Right. But so he's been sent to Earth. No, he hasn't. He Wait. originally was sent. He was originally on this other planet, and this planet loved him so much. Basically, they were like, Omega, you the shit. We're going to family. Family. <laughs> You're going. We're going to teach you how to tap into the biosphere of all the life energy on this planet, and that's because you're the greatest, and you're going to be like the, the sweetest dude here. And however, this was being information was being relayed to his the people that created him, and they were like, 
whoa, he's not going to be able to handle that. We need to step in. So they tapped out. What? They tapped out. Tapped who out? Him. They tapped him out of this planet. No. they. What they did was before they got there, he ended up tapping into Omega, or this guy, uh. Omega, tapped into the world of, you know, to the bioenergies and basically wiped out this world. Right. And so the creators of, his creators came and tried to keep him. Oh, so he escaped. He escapes to Earth because he went to Earth because the boy is actually also a play, of one of the models as well, uh. serving as a boy. And they, he has the combined connection with this boy and he's going to teach him how to tap into the energies and stuff. Okay. You know, and then and it so it ends up being like it, it's, this is a weird. So what about the other person that they're talking about? What guy? What person? So Elgato? Omega the first, Omega the second's the boy. Yeah. Omega the third Enigma. is. And I'm sorry. Oh no, it's just the way they're writing. It's just the way they're writing it. So Enig- Enigma the third is the link. So that's the three. They're things. trying to figure. Out. They're trying so to. So that's add- the three things that we're working with. We're working with Omega. We're working with this. Stupid kid, and we're working with the link between them. Yeah. Okay. I thought we were looking at three different characters. I'm like, what the fuck? No, there's no third character. It's okay. just it's it's because as you can see in the cover here, there's the boy, and then there's Omega's face up in there. Uh-huh. And uh, this is just a. You know, when a, is this from? Did you look that? I, I did. It was 1976. No, okay, 1976. Uh, no, 1976. Um. Uh, yeah, September 1976. All right. So. Uh, yeah, this is, this is a weird, and this uh, overall, so basically you're just kind of following, like, this kid in throughout his, because the way it starts, the series starts is, he's this kid who's on Earth, and he doesn't know that he's this thing. Right, he doesn't know that he's one of these He doesn't know he's one of these creations, and his parents are actually androids. The robots. Are robots who die. Right. In a car crash. Right. And they tell him, because they're going to take him to, like some school to like learn or something. And he's like, and he's very, cause he's very like this cold, he was homeschooled. So that's why yep. he talks like a, like a weirdo. Yeah. When you'll, you'll notice he's like, yep. he's very analytical. Yes. And, uh, yeah, he, I thought he was a robot at first. I was not real. Well, he kind of is. Yeah, I know. But I mean, I thought like, and then I was like, wait a second, why, what's wrong with this kid? And I was like, maybe he's an alien. And then I was like, fuck, I don't care. I don't like him. No, he's not very likable, and he ends up being ends up being proven why he's unlikable because he's a it, sausage. Because he ends up being a sausage, and it's like it's 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 and it's it's. But I'll, I'll just go through this right. issue, and so I'll anyway, explain later. We start with Omega staring out uh, at he's, a bridge. This, this is all New, this is all New York. You're right. We're in New York. He's, he's looking York, at the bridge between like, Manhattan and Queens, and he's thinking, having a think, having a think, and he's like, oh, and as he's thinking, he sees this woman jump off the side of the bridge. And he goes to save her. He saves her. And as he's he's thinking about like how, why like his people like evolved like evolved past emotions or maybe they didn't and they're not sure. And, and he doesn't speak, so he's not speaking to right. Himself. This is just all boxes of him thinking. This is and all seventies like pontification. Yeah, and so he does speak. He says one thing. He says why, and she doesn't answer. Why? And then we cut to. Uh, stupid kid and his two new guardians, I guess. Well, his new guardians. Chicks. Okay, so yeah. So what happens? It's so all explain this part too. So he's so he ends up after this accident. The kid goes to this hospital, mm-hmm. and there's this doctor there. And the doctor's like, "I don't understand why you are what you are. Like you didn't get hurt in this crash. You're very weird. Yeah, and I want to study you. And I want to. <laughs> he's like, I want to study you. He's like, he's like he's the huh. guy, he's institute, and you're like, I want to study you. And whoever it is, like the people are like. Hey, you so know. you know what I've really, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I know what I've learned about comic books is if you are a child and your parents end up dying, you will either A, uh, become some sort of superhero, or B, be taken in by a weirdo and like studied or molded into a vigilante. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. So it was, Continue. well, in this case, he is taken in, or he's, he's in this hospital with this weirdo doctor. He's like, I want to study you. Yeah. You know, I want to understand what's going on in your brain. You're so weird. And, you know, and the, but the, he doesn't have enough money to do, apparently. Apparently, his trustees were like, you know, keeping this kid here. We got all this other shit to go do. Yeah, they're like, dude, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you taking in random kids. Well, you know, he's like, let me say, he's, 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 he's a patient, but he's like, you know, and it's, it makes sense. No, no, no. I mean, but it's weird to just be like, I'm going to keep this kid around. 
Right. You know, but the doctors are like, no, you, you get him out of here. Right. right? Or the, the board's like, get him out of here. So he's like, well, and so the nurse, this nurse, this, uh, whatever, I don't know. It's hard to tell. So the nurse was like, you can come stay with me. Come stay with me. And they got him enough money for him to stay with this nurse and his girl, her, her roommate, who's a photographer, uh, for the Daily Planet. Okay. You know, like Peter, like Peter Parker makes a, shows up here somewhere at some point. You mean the Daily Bugle? Daily, daily, yeah, Daily Bugle. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then they drop him off at school. They drop him off at school, and he's got this friend, Diane. He's got this kid, Nedley, uh, or whatever. Yeah. That's his buddy. You know, but he's not real. But, but, but they think he's all weird anyways. Because he is weird. Yeah. Yeah, so he's like, oh, I like factual reading matter. When, like, this girl's like, here, why don't you try reading this novel? He's like, I like factual reading matter. And you're like, oh, shut up. Just fucking read the book. So anyway... Uh, so anyway, so but there's but he was so here's the thing though they just they just they just him. put so being not being here's the thing this is weird is that long after these women take him on as I guess his legal guardians sure they just throw him in school because and literally the reason why they because I don't know if it's in this issue but it's in another one where they're like we did it just because like, I guess it was the legal thing to do well do you they uh, it depends if he's a certain age that he might legally have to attend school right but. They just, I don't know, I just found that very strange that they're just like, well, I guess you're his legal guard, I guess you, should, you could just come to the school? Well, that's, no, no, because, like, he now lives with these nurses, so yeah. this is the school he has to attend, since he's no longer being homeschooled. Yeah. You have to legally attend school up until a certain age, so he's going to school now. Yeah. I don't know what age it is. It's a certain age. Well, they're kids. And so anyway, so they're trying to get into, you know, they're, they're at school and the bullies are like, bullies are, they have these bullies here that are like, you have to pay to get in school. And He's like, I know there's not a toll they're to pay- enter this place. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, shut up, kid. Like, well, I, he's right. There is not a toll, and these bullies are fucks. But at the, the same girl time, like, it's he's just, with he's like so this, unlikable yeah. that you're just like, yeah, I kind of wish you'd get your ass kicked. There's this girl that's like a tomboy, and they're just like, fuck him. You know, she's like, she's like, whatever, I'll kick your ass. Right. And so they actually he's living in Hell's Kitchen, by the way. Which uh, is yeah, funny that's probably I'm, why because they said his school's a little rough. Oh, it's roughest. Well, you'll find out as we find out. So, anyways, so Omega, we go back to Omega. Omega's staying with this old pawnbroker named Gramps, and he calls Omega Sam, uh-huh. and he just basically just talks to uh, Omega. Omega just like ram, rambles to him. Yeah. You know, and so anyway, so they they go back because they have this girl. Yeah, he took that woman that he that jumped off the bridge. He took her to his place. Took her to his place. Didn't take her to well, because I mean, you know, it's this is seventies. It's rough. It's I know, New but York. like, did, did they let her go? Like, go home, or did she pass out? Or he? Was well, she was like, already out of it because she hit the water. I mean, she fell yeah, out of the water. So maybe and she saved just passed her. out. And he's like, I'm not going to just leave this woman laying on a dock somewhere. I'll bring her to my place. And, like, she freaks out because she sees a cat. She freaks out because she sees a cat. And his cat's name is, what did he say? Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony the cat. Mark Anthony, that's right, Mark Anthony the cat. Mark Anthony the cat. The singer. Mark Anthony. Anthony. Antony. Mark Antony. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, Cleopatra, Mark Anthony. So maybe there's a cat named Cleopatra out there? Probably, but he named him Mark Anthony. I like, I like when you give cats two names. I know. You know, why don't our cats have two names? You can give them. Yeah, I mean, technically, Tully can be Tully. Tully has, like, a bajillion names at this point. Can you be Tully Blanchard? No. Not Tully Blanchard the cat. Even though that's who he's named after. Very handsome. Anyway, so... Cats are funny people that way. They find people. People don't find them. That's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, so he's just rambling on, and there's this woman, and then they bring the woman, or she has to go back to, like, where she stays? Yeah, because she's like, okay, so... She's like Elgato's girl. No, what happened was, right? Elgato is like the town, the area medicine man. Yeah, sure. I guess, wherever they live. Hell's Kitchen. In Hell's Kitchen, or somewhere in New York. And her mother died. Uh-huh. This girl's mother died. And she, but you know, Elgato, who looks like Anton LaVey, but with cat things. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, he really does look like Anton LaVey. <laughs> is 
Okay. Uh, he's basically like, he's like, hey, your mom died, but you got to pay my pay her bills because oh, I don't come cheap. Right. Okay. And she's like, she needed like surgery, and you just gave her like a spoonful you, of honey. Or you, gave, you gave her some sort of new age shit, and she died. Yep. So she's like, I ain't paying you. And so he starts like terrorizing her. Oh, that's right. She says that she's cursed. She's cursed. He says that all she says all the things she that she scary cat dreams touches dies. Right. So her fish die, her fiance dies. Uh, some roof falls on somebody. The roof falls and it kills kills somebody. Yeah. And for some reason she gets evicted. I don't understand that. Like her roof falls. Well, maybe because it was like she probably got evicted because they can't fix it, so now she doesn't have anywhere to go. I guess. Um, oh. What do you mean? Oh, well, okay. Sure. That makes yeah, sense. That, that uh, this, is, this is New York. It's the 70s. This is it's a hard time. Um, it is a hard time. I will say that probably many times. Anyways, so she's like, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. This is this is awful. So we go back to school. Yeah. And the... Um, so the brew, the bullies are sitting, they're all sitting in science class. Yep. And the teacher's like. He's going to make something. He's going to make something. So or he just. Or some sort of chemical reaction. But the bullies like swap the things. Yeah. They swap like something or whatever. And then. And then robot stupid kid is like, oh no, don't do that. And. But it's funny. So he's like, explodes. he's like, so, so he's like, so he's like, so he's the kid's like. Hey, teacher, don't do that. And the teacher's like, what the fuck do you know? Yeah. Literally, he's like, you know, he's like. He just really starts yelling at this kid. He's like, He's like, what? excuse me, you didn't raise your hand, and I'm a science teacher. And I've In a public this- school, I know everything, you know nothing. Right, and he's like, I have done this so many times, I can do this in my sleep, even though the bullies just switched the shit. And the teacher's like, I have a Hitler mustache. Right. So you are unable to tell like, me listen anything. Listen to me, I have a Hitler mustache, which is probably like the worst argument for listening to this guy, but whatever. And, like, so he does the reaction. It, of course, explodes. It gets all weird and deadly. His, uh, his stubby friend grabs the, the bubbling goo. Throws out the window. Throws out the window and it explodes like a friggin' Fast and Furious. Choom. Choom. Chooms. Chooms. And the teacher's, like, mad. It's, he's still mad. He's like, hey, you saved lives. It's like, how dare you do that? Right. We're sends, going, to the, sends the we're going to the principal's office. And the principal's, like... Whatever. The principal, the principal actually kind of goes on his side. He's like, he's like, what, what do you? He's like, yeah, it was your fault. Yeah. You know? He's like, he's like, ah, yeah, ah. you know, whatever. And you know, it's just, it's just dumb. It's and just, then, it's, it's, a, it's a lot. Of, it's, it's really, it's really uncomfortable. And so then, like, they leave, and then his his stubby friend goes into the bathroom where all the bullies are, and he's alone. He's a good owner. For like, some reason, he doesn't run, so he ends up getting beaten said, senseless. With, like, sticks and stuff. No, no, he has, like, literally, so these kids... They have a pipe. They have a pipe. That kid has, has a pipe. He has a pipe, and there's a chain. It's a rough school, guys. And there's a brass knox. It's a really rough school. This is New York in the 70s, I guess, was really is that rough. If you, if you chain... Like, first of all, he did it... Because he didn't tell... I don't think he tells who did it. I don't but think, they he, think does. he did. Yeah. So they think so. The bullies think that this kid Nedley stitched Nick Narked on him. He didn't. But he's not. He did not. He did not. And they decide to beat him senseless, anyways, with chains and pipes and whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Um, oh God. Forty years later, <laughs> no one who would beat people senseless with chains and pipes can live there. New York. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Actually, I'm going to tell you his fate later on. Oh, boy, I hope so. It doesn't end well. You know, of course, the one in this book ends well. By the way, this uh, Omega guy is wearing thigh-high boots. Oh, yeah. Well, his boots got higher, I think. Yeah, I think they get less. It depends on what panel you're looking at. Sometimes they're really high and sometimes they're not. So, anyway, so he goes, you know, this girl girl run... Yeah, we're back with Omega. We're back with Omega and this girl... Goes back to Elgato. Goes Elgato... And she tries to get away, or he she gets away, and she's like, "I have to go with Elgato." And he's like, "No." And and Omega's like, "No." What up, bro? And Elgato, him and Elgato start fighting. Yeah. And Omega doesn't talk. 
Omega doesn't talk. At all? But apparently... No, he doesn't talk. He, he said why. He said why, but he's got like a... Like something... He, apparently the planet that he was on that he killed mm. had like... You know, he became a warrior and the warrior had like a code of silence. Dumb. So... Dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot... There's a lot of... Uh, so anyway, like he starts fighting with Elgato and he's like, wait, I can't see his weaknesses. I'm not sure why I can't. Like, this is him thinking. Well, I can't determine what Elgato's weaknesses are or whatever. Uh, he gets a couple good things in, and then Elgato calls the cats. And... Like, all the alley cats in New York, and they just jump on Omega. Well, here's the, th- here's the thing that's funny. So he throws a garbage can at him. Yeah. And o- Omega throws a garbage Omega can. Omega throws a garbage can at Elgato. At Elgato. And Elgato is really upset by this. Yeah, he's like, how dare you throw Shower me with ashes bread. and put orange peels and stale bread. Yeah, he's he's really pissed. And he is like flaming mm-hmm. over this. Mm-hmm. So Elgato summons... The cats. A literal rain of cats. Yeah, and they literally just fall from the sky. Like, jump off of... Fire escape. Not merely pelting him with their weight of their falling bodies, but biting, tearing at his flesh, digging through the fabric of his costume, tenaciously clinging in his thrashing form. And I would, like, it's it's ridiculous to see that there's <laughs> this guy being taken down by cats. However, I will say cats are deceptively strong. <laughs> well, ours is. Yep. One of ours is. One of ours is. But that, not only that, but shit, they hurt when they bite and claw. That shit hurts. You got like fifty of them on you. That's hurt. That I hurts. just love the way that these cats are all drawn. They're I know. all like, they look you're really like angry. just one down here. It's like ah. <laughs> and so thankfully, Gramps is like, you know, I'll pour water on. Them. I'll shoot. I'll, cats I'll, hate water. I, let me let me open up this. But not all cats. Are um, whatever. It's uh, a fire hydrant. Fire hydrant, <laughs> and he sprays him. I know that he yells at. Uh, after all the cats get off, he yells at Omega and he says, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> They're plenty long enough. Get your ass up, you hunk of a man. Yeah. And go after and get Elgato. And, but the, but the lady. And Elgato hasn't run, by the way. He's just standing <laughs> He's just there. Stand- He's just like watching this whole thing go down. It's like, oh, whatever. And he's got a car and the lady's in the car and, he hasn't even bothered to shut the car door. He's just like, mm-hmm. And he's like, what? He's like, she's coming with me. And they're like, oh, well, like, Omega actually puts his head into the... Well, because he says, why don't you ask her? And so he puts his head in, and she goes, no, I'm going to go with him. That, that's cool. It's fine. Obviously, she's been hypnotized or whatever. But she's like, I'm going to go with him. And, like, this whole time, he just doesn't bother leaving. <laughs> like, you'd think if you summon a rain of cats on someone, that's when you get in the car and drive away. Because <laughs> the cats are doing shit. And he just, he's Elgato. just, he's just, Elgato's like, Not I watch, Elgato. I watch. I sit I don't know if you, I don't know if you, uh, I, I know it's weird, but I watch, I like to watch. I like to watch, it's cool. I like it's to like, watch. You know, Feels good. It's my thing, guys. I just like to watch stuff. I like to watch when, when cats, when, after, after getting hit with trash. That's his fetish. I get, I, I have to watch a man get attacked by cats. It's his fetish. It's this is how it is, guys. I can't live any other way. It's the only way. And, you can find any pleasure in this world. And so it's funny because after he gets away, Elgato gets away, all, yeah. the, all the people that are sitting here, all the smiling kids that have been watching this man being murdered by cats <laughs> and, you know, saved by an old man in a fire hydrant are like, are like, hey, you're that same hero. Oh, well, yeah, you blew it. Yeah, dude, Cause what Because Omega at this point is, all, is also uh, stopped ele- Electro. Mm. He's fought the Hulk at this point. Right. But Elgato got the best of him. With cats. With cats. With a shower of cats. The Hulk can't stop this guy, but a shower of cats can. <laughs> About 50 really skinny alley cats can take this fucker down. And that's it. That's it. I hope that uh, we see that in the Avengers. I hope so, too. I hope there's a lot there's of cats. some guy in the alley being taken down by cats. <laughs> so. Um, that's it. Yeah, that's basically it. And that's it for Omega, mm-hmm. the unknown, number four from... So 1976. Yep. Um, just an addendum mm. here in the next issue. Does that kid die? No. Oh. Nedley, no, I mean his friend dies. No. Oh. So Nedley, the kid that gets the shippy album. Just, with chains. With chains and pipes and black knuckles. Stumbles into like the lunchroom 
like he means he means which means he walked through the halls of school right and like fell down and like basically went into shock and almost and almost di- and almost dies right there right uh-huh so what happens is he's in a hospital mm-hmm. and he has to get you know he's getting trying to get better but he's just got to like he nearly dies in uh-huh. like the, in the school the kids nearly murder him yes and he's hurt he's hurt and so he finally gets better. Mm-hmm. He and he's better, and they're like, "Well, you know, he's mending. You know, he can go back to school." Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think the bullies, one of them was beat up by Omega. Okay. And we don't see it. Somebody beat it up, or maybe, or maybe, um, you know, because maybe Creepy Preby Boy did something with his secret powers. Because and you know, in, in other issues, uh. James Michael the boy shoots these bio beams uh-huh. out of his hands like Omega can because Omega knows how to do that by tapping into the biosphere mm-hmm. of people and mm-hmm. he's sort of shared that with this kid uh-huh. which is why they're worried about it because he can basically you know the kid can do it and then everybody's just going to be die die because they're going to tap all the power of humans uh-huh. so anyways so the kid. You know, Nedley comes back to school. We don't, and we don't see any of this. Um, we find this out at his funeral. So he does die. He dies. Not, not, not James Michael, but the kid. Yay. The kid that gets beat with the chains. Because what happens is, he comes back to school. He's patched together, whatever. Right. And he goes to pick up a pencil, and somebody kicks him in the ass. <laughs> and he falls to the ground. And as it's described... Something came loose or something opened up. Oh. And he died. Oh. It's disgusting. What the fuck's wrong with that school? Can I ask... I was going to ask another question about uh, Omega. Does he know he's connected to this kid? Yes. Does the kid know he's connected to Omega? Well, by the... there, There's, like... They run into each other. And he can kind of have visions about it. Well, so it's... Omega know he knows it's this specific kid. He's not. He just know, like, Ome- Omega knows Omega knows who the, who the kid is. The okay. kid doesn't know really so much about Omega. Okay, that explains. But the Omega know because Omega reason that's the reason why Omega came to Earth is because it. he escaped from this planet. He's trying at, to find this kid. Okay. He's trying to find this kid. Yeah. All right. This and, is weird. And it, it, there's a lot more weird shit that comes on. Basically, in order to save the Earth, the, the you know because because basically oh well, actually here's the thing Omega dies. It's a comic book. Of course he dies. He dies because he... Gets besieged by cats? Well, here's what happens. So, he... All those cat bites get infected and he dies? Because cat bites are terrible. Right. No, this is is so weird. Okay, this is such a... This is so weird to describe. He goes to Vegas with Gramps and finds... Sorry about that. Uh, He finds out that he can mentally rig jackpot machines and uses psionic abilities. He also has psionic abilities. He went to Vegas? He goes He goes to Vegas. They Not go, Atlantic City. No, they go to Vegas. Okay. He goes to Vegas. He fights some demon in the desert. I don't know why. Um, and he ends up going to Vegas with Gramps. Uh-huh. And they make a bunch of money from all, like, the gambling. And he's trying to get all this money because he wants to get this kid out of Hell's Kitchen so he survives and he can use his powers to, I don't know, destroy the world or sure, or be the most extreme being or whatever, the yeah. supreme being. Uh, anyway, so the kid, so Omega goes to Vegas and he ends up running afoul of this demon in the desert and then he has, but the demon's actually like, a henchman for like this woman named Ruby Tuesday, who I'm going to show you. <laughs> Ruby Tuesday, and then she, she Ruby at, Tuesday. After this, she goes and she starts a chain of successful restaurants. This is Ruby Tuesday. Casual. What the fuck? <laughs> That's her actual head. No, it's not. No, it's her actual head. No, it's not. We, and it's not explained why she's an Avengers villain whose head is replaced by a some sort of like synthetic. But that's how red. she looks all the time. She can yes. take that off. She can no. She can mold it into like regular face. Into regular face because that's what happens is she mold she she because she you know she gets in she tries she's to, dead mouse. Yeah, she tries to she tries to steal 
um, Omega's money, or she steals Omega's money to open up that chain of casual eateries. Right, you know. Which, I, by the way, I like Ruby Tuesdays. I haven't been to one I in a long time. Too. Is there one around here? I don't think so. They have good salad bar. They do have good salad bar. Well, speaking of which, I like to go to Sizzler sometime. Oh, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> Sizzler? Anyways. So she opens a chain of Sizzlers. <laughs> and so, and, no, so when Omega, so she steals the money from Omega, but she's, and she, as she's running away, she, because she molds her, her red head into a woman face. Oh, God. And Omega grabs her and, like, starts attacking her. And this is on the street in Vegas. The police show up. And shoot Omega. But oh. they just shoot him. Okay. And he, now mind you, he's able to stop cars, fight the Hulk, you know, I mean, survive a cat from tacks, a cat, cat, attack from cats, and, are you looking up where Ruby Tuesday says? Uh-huh. Um, and he is, but he gets shot by a bunch of bullets. And he dies. And he dies. That's stupid. He's dead. I'm assuming he comes back to life. No. What? No, because the kid, then the kid, you know, goes crazy. There's a whole chain of us. Basically, the kid gets learns how to do this bio thing, uh-huh. and but he really, you know, and he's, you know, and Moon Dragon. This is in the, in the Defenders book where Moon Dragon shows up and is like, "Hey, you know, we have to keep this kid alive because he's the only survivor of this of this uh, of the of this race or whatever." And he ends up, the kid ends up kind of frying himself and Moon Dragon's like, you guys all suck. Don't ever talk to me again. And she reads away and she buries him in space. It's a great story, babe. And, um... There's more to the story? No, that was it. Okay. It was a good story. Oh. So, there is a Ruby Tuesdays, except it's 241 miles away in North Las Vegas. Oh, well, if we go to Vegas again, we'll go. Yeah, Okay. But there's all those other options when we go to Vegas. Oh, like the Rio buffet. Yeah, like actual like buffets. We don't have to go out of our way to go to the I heard they have a salad bar as well. <laughs> I've heard there are many salad bars in Las Vegas. Excuse me, I'm in Vegas. Can you point me to a salad bar? <laughs> this is oh, the Ruby Tuesdays is the only place we can find a salad bar. <coughs> uh. <laughs> Let's just go to a Sizzlers in Vegas. Uh, <laughs> that's the sound I make when I think about Sizzler. <laughs> if you're gonna eat there, then you're gonna go. Why did you? Why? Why did you let me eat there? And I, go, I enjoy their I hot. Told you not to eat there. I enjoy their hot bar. Yeah, I know. And then you're gonna eat there, and you're gonna be like, oh, why? And I'll be like, I told you. This was a bad idea. We haven't done it in a while, this though. This is the same thing that happens whenever we go to a Chinese buffet. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's it for the show. Yeah, that's it. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, as always, you can, uh, if you are, I guess I probably should do this because it's a podcast. Um, if you're on, if you like the show, please subscribe to Comics on Comics. Yeah. Rate. Review yeah. on iTunes mm. and tell a friend. And we release every Tuesday. And you can follow me on Twitter at Angry Hero Sean, S H A W N. And my Tumblr is uh, theangryhero.tumblr.com. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Jen Stancefield. And I'm on WordPress at jenstansfield.wordpress.com and Tumblr at jenstansfield.tumblr.com. I guess that's it, yeah. Yeah. All right, folks, thanks for listening. We will talk to you again next week. Bye.